0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. It's me, your host, Ray, and we're gearing up for another episode of Candid Conversations delivered to you with humor, honesty, and zero chill. If I may bother you for a second. Well, it's not a bother. It's, you know, it's a valid request. Um, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, could you please do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review so we can get these numbers up and expand. I'm getting so much love lately from people, you know, ordering the free pins on my website or people just leaving dope comments on Instagram or reviews in the podcast app. I really appreciate and look forward to getting all the feedback. So keep it coming, you know, subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, review it, and most importantly, tell your homies so we can grow and we can grow together. So, let's get into it. Let's get the conversation started. So today on the podcast, I have Jenny Simmons. She's the founder of Queen's Uplifting Queens. It's just an amazing platform for her to basically promote women and uplift other women so I wanted to have Janae on the show so she could explain more about her platform and hopefully get some of you listeners involved so thanks for being on the show today thank you for having me thanks so what inspired you to create um Queens Uplifting Queens
1: uh so um there was a lot of factors into the reason why I decided to create Queens Uplifting Queens. Um, the main reason being that I felt a lack of, a lack of connection um, with the women in my community. Um, in my career, it's a lot of um, competition against one of another. Oh, I'm sorry, of uh, each other, um, and. With that, you know, you start to build this kind of mindset that you have to be better than the next person. And so
0: Sorry to interrupt. What, what mm-hmm. do you do? What's your career? I am a dancer. Oh, um, wonderful. Yes.
1: I'm a professional dancer and a personal trainer. So with that, you know, there's a whole bunch of composition in both of those fields. And... Um, I really, it started to take a toll on me because I started to like feel like really awful things against people I would consider my friends just because, you know, maybe I wanted my leg to be higher than theirs or they were doing more turns than me, like all these things. And I thought it was just so silly. And I was like, I don't understand why these thoughts are appearing in my head when I want a connection with these women. You know, Um, I think that women are beautiful and we are powerful. And when we come together, like dope stuff happens and that's what the world needs. We need more community, especially in the um, women community. Um, So that was the main reason why I created Queens of Living Queens, just so there's a platform of women who can get together and talk about things Um, that we may not necessarily talk about on a day-to-day basis and just get that um, other opinion about specific topics um, and different mindsets and different viewpoints um, and just talk and really have conversations about, like, some scary topics. Well, topics that people consider scary um, if you're not used to being vulnerable.
0: Wow. That sounds really amazing. So, so how long have you been doing this for?
1: Oh, I've been doing it. Um, I want to say for about two years. Um, it's, uh, it's been a long journey. Um, I think when I first created it, I was so passionate about it and I just really like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it on Instagram because that just seemed like the right network to do it on. And then, you know, because I was so passionate about it, I didn't know where to start. So I started, like, I was posting pictures and, like, just posting tips um, about self-care and self-love, because the page is also about self-care and self-love, and um, self-improvement and bettering yourself to becoming the best version of yourself that you would like to be. Um, And, yeah, it wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) Um, And... You know, I don't create content um, specifically, like in the beginning, I didn't create content content just to be known. I created it for myself and whoever was picking up on it, that was great. And I loved it. And I love that it was getting out, but it was barely getting out. So I was like, okay, I need to find more ways to, you know, push and to keep this going. So I was like, I'm not going to give this up. Um, I'm going to keep, pushing at it and working on it. And I think I was speaking to um, a woman who runs another like woman empowerment page on Instagram. And, you know, she was giving me some tips on how to reach um, more people because like the topics that I was talking about in the beginning, they were like so deep, like they really needed like some outreach and for it to be viewed and like people to talk about it. But like I said, I just started out. No one saw it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like change my whole approach on how to put this content out. And yeah, it's been two years and like, it's still growing. And every day I'm grateful for the people who um, message me privately or the people who comment. I get like a lot of people messaging me about private things and i'm just like i feel grateful um that they trust me you know so yeah
0: that's really great because i was gonna say i really like um the branding for your instagram with all the green and it's very like a cohesive aesthetic so was that something that after you talked to you know the lady that was trying to help you out that's something you changed or
1: were you always sort of trying to do that Um, I think, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't thinking about colors, like I barely knew anything about branding or aesthetics on Instagram. I think I was just like, posting things and not making sure it looked pretty. Um, (laughs) And then it was really, I think, around January of this year, I was like, okay, um, things are looking too jumbled up. I need to start putting things together you know? Um, so I chose the colors green and pink, um, green because it's my favorite color. <laughs> um, and it's also, it's also very earthy and, um, pink because, you know, that's like the universal color for females. Um, not really much of a pink person, but those, comp- uh, those colors complement each other in like such a beautiful way. So I chose those colors. Um, and from there I started like figuring out the aesthetic of how things should lay out and, um, on the Instagram, you know, it's all, it's still a works in progress.
0: That's interesting. So did you see that after you sort of started branding, did you get more followers or did it increase anything or did it just stay the same? Um,
1: I think, yeah, I started, I noticed the growth in followers. Um, I think, specifically because it just looked more, um, I wanna say official, I guess, um, more put together and more like I took um, time on the page, you know? Um, Cause before I wasn't like, this was something I was so passionate about, like I said, and I was just like putting content out and whatever I felt, I was just putting it out and it kind of looked all jumbled up in a way. So I guess like when people were going to the page, they kind of got overwhelmed by like the next topic from the next topic to the woman and then to like a uh, interactive post. And it was just like, what is going on? So now I kind of try to create a st- structure where I have like a woman inspiration post, um, which is like a picture of a woman. I use um, the hashtag queen of the week because I always post the queen of the week, which I think is really fun and really cool. And it gets people like, oh, who's this queen of the week? Um, and so I use like one and then one for another, um, like a topic. And then I keep using that structure, like woman, inspiration, topic, woman, inspiration, topic and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting because obviously your platform Is, you know, the underlying point is to bring women together and promote self love and self healing. And for me, my podcast is more about, you know, educating people on topics that maybe they wouldn't have necessarily known. But, you know, because you're on Instagram, you sort of have to be aware of branding and things that maybe aren't necessarily your point. But I went through the same thing because I started my podcast. Like late last year. So it hasn't been a full year for me yet. But I didn't have an Instagram at first. I just had my podcast and someone suggested, oh, maybe you should start an Instagram. And I went through the same thing where I I feel like I, I am a graphic designer. So I have that background. So I was sort of aware of the content I should post. But my first maybe 20 posts aren't really that branded they're just like random stuff I thought was cool and then Mm -hmm. I thought oh I I should brand this I should do this and do that and when you do brand things when you have sort of a formula like you're saying of things that you always post all the time a color scheme people really seem to like that (laughs) it gives you so much like I've gotten so many more followers and engagement, but it's, it's funny. It's kind of sad that you kind of have to do these things to bring attention (laughs) to stuff that aren't really the point, but (laughs) (laughs) no, that's what you have to do. It's just marketing pretty much. So.
1: Yeah. And see, for me, that is a struggle within itself because I do not come from a graphic designing background. Like I said, I'm a dancer, so everything is in my mind. So I just, I just flesh out things, and sometimes they're not the most. Uh, the job of the dancers to make it look pretty, and you know, being on social media that might require more work than I'm used to.
0: <laughs> it is it's so much work for me. I found that what I've started doing is this, I'll just take one weekend a month and just create a whole bunch of posts. Like I'll create enough content for the whole month. So then I don't have to worry about like, Oh, what am I going to post every day? It's just oh, like, I, I nice. took one, yeah, it took one day, just made it all. And then I could just post for the month. Cause it is like, annoying and especially if you are you know being thoughtful and curating and have a brand everything does have to be cohesive so it's not like you can just post whatever random thing comes into your head so if you just take like one day a month and make everything for the month it's so much easier
1: yeah I'm definitely gonna try that <laughs> I'm gonna try that hmm
0: <laughs> so what are your goals, like future goals for Queens, Uplifting Queens? Are you going to try to expand and make maybe make a website or do more events? I honestly think a podcast would be really cool for you.
1: Ah, I never thought of doing a podcast. Um, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time and uh, I use uh, listening to podcasts as like my form of meditation sometimes. So, like, when I'm in funk, as I would say, I just put on a podcast. Um, I have, like, various, like, types of podcasts. I have, like, woman inspirational ones, and then I have, like, a meditation one. And then I have one um, who's, like, this guy who talks about, like, this billionaire lifestyle, like, this hustle and this grind. And, like, I never really thought of creating a podcast for Queens and Queens. Um, But that definitely sounds like something maybe I'll do in the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Especially with your
1: focus on... But in regards to the future I see now for the platform, I really, you know, I'm a... I have, like, a wanderer personality. So... (laughs) And, you know, whatever is in store for Queens of and Queens, I'm totally down for the ride. But so far, I can see, of course, more events happening because we are having our first event um, in two weeks, actually, to this date. Um, so I want more events. Of course, I want to create um, like a community outreach program to the youth because I do um, work with the youth because I'm also a dance teacher. So I deal a lot with children and, um, you know, growing up, I wish that I had like such a, I mean, I've had strong female figures in my life um, influencing me, of course, when I was younger, but like, you know, sometimes people underestimate the youth and how much they can comprehend, especially when it comes to stuff about, and topics about self-care and self-love and what does it mean to love yourself? um, being a 10 year old, you know? Um, so I want to create community outreach programs like that. Um, because I I don't think any topic is too deep. It's just how you approach, um, the topic, you know, you got to adapt to who you're talking to. Um, so I want to do more community outreach and I do see myself traveling and having events as well, because I don't want, um, Queens of Queens to just be based in New York, I want to take it all around the world, you know, spread the love.
0: Wow, yeah, that those goals are very admirable. So, good luck to you on your goal. Thank you, thank you. So, I want to learn more about your in your event in New York. It looks pretty cool. I looked up the event Bright website link, so It talks about, you know, self-love and guided meditation. So could you just tell us more about the event and what's going to happen over there?
1: Yes. So the event is going to be in a park, um, Prospect Park in Brooklyn, Um, specifically because I love being in nature. I think when you put yourself in nature, you really start to absorb all this natural beauty the earth has to give and share. You know, sometimes we just... As a New Yorker, we just walk by and we don't recognize that butterfly that just flew by us. But, like, that could have been the most beautiful butterfly you've ever seen in your life, you know? So I was like, let's put it in the park. Um, It's in Brooklyn, like I said. It's August 19th. We're gonna be out there. Like, it's gonna be a girls' picnic style. Um, So there's gonna be light refreshments. Um, We are gonna do a guided meditation. I have a guest speaker coming. Her name is Spirit um, on Instagram. She's known as Spirited Culture. She's really cool, super dope. Um, I started following her, I think, about maybe two or three years ago. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, I never thought about this. Or, dang, that really hit me. Maybe I should start, you know, figuring out my life. Or, like, you know, specific things like that. And I was like... I need someone, I need a guest speaker and I need someone who can reach people in ways that they need to be uh, talked to or they never been talked to before. And I was like, oh yeah, she's the one because she was that for me, you know? Yeah. Um, So I have her coming. Um, I have a vendor who agreed to create um, these handmade, sorry, homemade soy candles for the attendees, um, and I'm also creating a little gift bag, a self-care, self-love gift bag. Um, so we are, we're going to be out there, you know, meditating, doing journal activities, um, catered towards self-love, and what does it mean to love yourself for you, because not self-love for everyone is not the same, so it's not a face mask, or it's not a bubble bath. Sometimes it's just stillness. I know for me, my self-love is stillness. Because I'm on the go all the time in New York. I just need to be in one spot and just sit down. That's my self love. That's how I, you know, recharge. And so there's gonna be 16 women that I invited. um, And I'm not too sure if I wanna um, be so structured with it, like maybe have one on one time with um, each individual about what does it mean for their. Uh, journey in regards to self-love um, or if I want it to be like uh inclusive everyone talk about it because you know it's a conversation about self-love and everyone needs to hear what the next person has to say because you know you never know what it sparks in someone else's mind um, so I'm definitely excited for this event I'm happy about the conversations that's being spoken about so far and we are going to be out there dancing Oh like we have to have dance. I was like, I'm a dancer. I'm gonna play music and we're just gonna vibe out. And if people want to dance, they wanna dance. I know I'm gonna be dancing. (laughs) So we're just gonna go and have a whole bunch of fun.
0: That sounds really fun, man. I wish I lived in New York because I I
1: know. I was like, Oh my gosh, he's from Cali. No.
0: I know. I've only been to New York one time. (laughs) I went
1: I've only been to Cali one time, so we're even (laughs)
0: I know. I really love New York. I went for the first time just last year, actually, because my my one of my best friends moved out to the East Coast for a couple years. And nice! cool. It's like very different than here.
1: Yeah, it is. It's extremely different.
0: So different. But it was just I felt people were just more free to be themselves or I just saw so many interesting sort of people. Whereas, you know, I've. From LA, and also lived in Orange County, so I feel like here everyone's sort of trying to fit in with other people, and <laughs> it's very like trendy-based culture. Whereas when I was in New York, I just felt everyone was just doing them and <laughs> being. Ah. Cool. Yeah, it was it was interesting that way.
1: And when you were in New York, you stayed in uh, Manhattan.
0: I, yeah, I did, but we went. Okay. To, we walked all over. We went to Brooklyn. We went to Harlem. Um, we went to Queens. Ah, okay. Queens, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I saw a lot of New York. I, I, I want to go back for, for sure, but I, we went all over. We went to that, what's it, Smorgasburg? Smorgasburg? How do you say that? <laughs> In Brooklyn, where they have all the food. Was,
1: oh, well, um, you see, being a New Yorker, There is always something new to find. So I don't even know about that. I'm going to go
0: look that up. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I had the best ice cream I've ever had in my life there. Oh, now I have to go. I love ice cream. It was called Malai. M-A-L-A-I. So it's like um, started by this Indian woman. It's it's like an Indian flavors of ice cream and it's so creamy. I had this like, chai masala ice cream it was so good
1: like oh my gosh that sounds (laughs) it sounds amazing amazing.
0: so I highly recommend it I honestly when I got back I was like I want this ice cream and I looked on their website because you can like air ship the ice cream they mail it around oh wow it was like a (laughs) hundred dollars
1: Oh yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry.
0: A <laughs> hundred dollars to fly ice cream here. I'm like, no. Right.
1: That's insane.
0: <laughs> but it was very delicious. So I, you live in New York, so you don't have to spend a hundred dollars. So <laughs> you could just get it for $3. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that. But, um, so as far as self care, um, especially since you're being a dancer, like I danced my whole life as well. So I know how like mm. physically taxing on the body that can be. So oh, yes. yeah. So for your self care, what are some, I guess things that you do to renew not o- only your mind, but your body. And uh, what are some tips that you could provide?
1: Um, with being a dancer slash dancer, athlete um you know when you're younger or you're growing up in the dance world you just keep dancing 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 like there's no injuries happening happening to you at all you just keep going and um I didn't really start to think about self-care in in my career until I got injured in February Mm um and Getting injured, I um, bruised a bone in my kneecap and I damaged some cartilage in my right knee. So it really slowed me down. And I was like, how can I, for one, stay positive about this because I'm a dancer, this is my career, this is my source of income, and right now I can't even move my body. Um, And two, how can I prevent this from happening again? So I really took some time and said, sat down, and I was like, okay, what do I know about self-care for dancers? What have my professors in college, like, have been drilling in me since I was a student there? And what are some smart ways to make sure my body stays as strong as possible? So I was like, okay. That's like me stretching. That's me foam rolling. That's me icing if I feel pain. Um, That's me taking breaks because, you know, your body needs to rest. You can't just keep pushing your body, pushing your body, pushing your body, and then not giving it the rest it needs to keep going. That also goes with me fueling my body. So I have changed um, my diet. I don't want to say diet. (laughs) I'm on a... A new lifestyle, a practicing pescatarian. <laughs> I would like to say because sometimes I eat chicken, but I went to a vegan restaurant last night and I was like, okay, I can totally do this. Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Um, so I really started to think like, okay, it's a mind, body, and soul connection. I need to make sure that for one, my body has rest and is fueled the way it needs to be, and then then that would ease my mind and then I would help my soul, you know? Um, so I really started to look at my self care a little bit differently. Well, no, like tremendously differently <laughs> ever since I got injured. Um, and I really, you know, learned when to say, okay, I need to be still. I need to just chill out in my knee and, or whatever body part else that's hurting. It needs attention. It needs my mind. It needs focus. So stop scrolling on Instagram and go (laughs) ice tuning. You know that's
0: so true. I think our culture, especially you know in America, sort of promotes just being busy all the time. Like yes, oh my god,
1: and it's it's a lot, especially in New York. Oh yeah,
0: that was also a difference. I feel like in like in California, everyone's pretty chill. You're just like
1: oh no not here yeah, we're, thought, we're on
0: yeah, the go on 10 everyone just walks so fast like that yeah
1: i know i'm like google maps this is a 17 minute walk i can get there in 10 what are they talking about
0: oh, everyone's yeah like in a rush in new york or is, that's not the case in california everyone's pretty chill so <laughs> but, but i do think yeah that We promote this sort of busyness culture, and it's like if you're not doing something, you feel like you're a failure or you need to
1: be. Mm
0: -hmm. So, I think the concept of self care and just relaxing is kind of can be a foreign concept to a lot of people because you're just constantly raised since you're a child to believe that you have to be doing something all the time, but most stuff you're doing is like not even that important. You're just doing stuff to feel like you need to be doing things.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I totally see that. Especially like when I said I quit my job so I could start dancing more and then I got injured. So I stopped dancing. So there was like a point in my life recently where I was just like, still, I was like not doing anything. And I was like, I am depressed. I need to be doing something. I need to be working on something. I need to go out. I need to do this, and that, and that. And it was just like, I, like, you know, sometimes I cannot stand still. You know, I don't want to stay still because, you know, I grew up in this culture. I grew up in New York, um, was raised in Queens, went to school in Brooklyn, works in Manhattan. So I'm all over the, you know, I'm all over New York. And I was like, you know. That's when when I got injured, I was like, I know I'm still, but maybe I need the stillness. Maybe this is what, you know, the universe is telling me, like, it's your time to be still, chill out, re- reevaluate your life and learn how to just accept accept the stillness.
0: Wow. I think that's a lesson that we all could learn and unfortunately a lot of times it takes something like you know getting injured or something it has to happen to people to for them to realize this lesson because like I said we're just not raised valuing stillness
1: no not at all
0: (laughs) so um yeah I think that one of me personally one of my favorite ways to be still is to meditate I know you mentioned Mm -hmm. that you are doing the guided meditation at your event but do you meditate just in your your daily life or
1: um I started using the app headspace I was just
0: gonna say I love that app one of my good friends works there so I oh
1: wow
0: (laughs) their headquarters are in Venice in California so uh, my good friend works there. And so I tell everyone about this
1: app. Because- oh, I love Headspace. I love Headspace. And I actually started, um, I redownloaded it. And I haven't done a meditation yet. Um, specifically because, you know, I'm trying to figure out which way of meditating is good for me. So I know... Um, I had mentioned on the Queen's Uplifting Queen's Instagram page the other day how like, I can be like, really turned up like, energetically in terms of like, all this negative um, energy in me. And then when I see the moon, it's just like, so calming. And like, it really just like snaps me back. And I, one time I was talking to my partner and he was like, maybe that's your form of meditating. And I was like, oh,
0: wow. is that
1: even a thing? And, you know, so like, it's, and it's literally like crazy. It's like day and night, like I see the moon, like a whole different person. I'm like, is that, you know, is that my way of meditating? So like, I'm still experimenting on, you know, ways of meditating because I don't, um, like we were just saying, I don't like being still for quite some time. Um, And I'm a person that, you know, is, I like being in the known. So like, I need to know what's going on in the room around me or I don't feel safe sometimes. So when I downloaded Headspace, you know, having that guided voice helped a lot. Um, yeah. Because it just felt like someone was there with me as opposed to me by myself, yeah. you know, chilling in the room and just quiet.
0: I totally agree. That's why I always recommend Headspace to people who are new to meditation or, you know, have... Trouble Because like you said, if you're just sitting in silence, you sort of can go into your own head and start thinking about things. But if you have a voice walking you through it, it's much easier to to concentrate at first. And I also like to do um, sound sort of meditations. If you've ever uh-huh. done a sound bath before, like I'm really into sound baths and highly recommend them to people <laughs> oh what's sound bath oh it's great i actually thought i want i want to do an episode about this but a sound bath oh, <laughs> no 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 i this is a short intro the the next episode will be in depth but a sound gotcha. bath is basically you know based on ancient traditions from you know indigenous cultures across the world but basically it's based on the principle that the whole world is made of energy and vibrations so you use these they call them singing bowls Um, they can be metal or they can be made of crystal or other sort of materials and by rubbing sort of like a a metal sort of like a a drum they're like a percussion so by playing these instruments it's not really music per se it's more just sounds but they, they emit at different frequency levels and that taps into the different frequency levels in your body and it just is very relaxing it can help you know move around energy particles it reminds me like if you've seen on YouTube these videos where they put sand on top of speakers and they yeah it's sort of the same principle where they play these different sounds at different energies and it you know just aligns the particles in your body and shifts things around so like I just had one on Friday me and my friend went to an hour-long sound bath and that was the first time I'd done it I've done it before but not for an entire hour but I literally had this sort of shooting pain in my arm and after the sound bath the pain went away. And I oh, think was just it's like yeah it's like the vibrational uh frequencies that these different sounds send really help align your body. So I think it's really good for relaxation. Like if you have pain in your body, it's really good. That's why I just had that thought this morning, actually. Like I want to have the the guy who did the sound bath. He has his own business and he has a story. He basically used to work in the corporate world and was feeling very anxious and uneasy. And he randomly went to one of these sound baths with his friend. And that inspired him to quit his job and learn more about these things. And now he just... Um, does the sound bass? he quit working at his job because he was uh, inspired by it and so i think it's really great if um and people should do it find a sound bath yeah yeah
1: so this is something you can't do on your own you have to go somewhere um, and the thing someone... is it's hard
0: to do it to yourself because, uh, because right yeah, you're, like, playing these instruments. So if you're playing the instruments, you can't fully relax and enjoy it because you're doing stuff. Mm, um, I see. Yeah. But they have sort of different modes of sound healing that you can do yourself. Um, there, People like to use tuning forks. So it's like, you know, when you're tuning an instrument, they have the little tuning forks. So, so uh-huh. people- yeah, you can do that to yourself. Um, if you order a full set of tuning forks, there's seven that come in a full set. And those sort of align with the, the, the chakras in the body. So you can hold, you know, each tuning fork that corresponds to a different chakra. And you just bang the little mallet and hold it next to that, to your ear. Or, you know, you start at the ear, move down the body, and just hold it next to the chakra. That's a way of um, tuning your body yourself. But mm. like a whole sound bath, um, you should really, like, have someone else do it. Because, like, yeah, you can't really relax if you're trying to play all the, the instruments.
1: Oh, that sounds like something I need to go to. I need yeah. to book a session. Definitely,
0: It's really amazing. I highly recommend it. Like, I feel like the first time, I think it takes a few times maybe to really get the full benefits. Because I know for me, the first time I was like, what is this? This is weird. Like, <laughs> like the first time you're just like, what are these noises? And maybe you're too focused on like wh- the weird things that are going on. <laughs> But after you get used to what to expect, then you can really relax and be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. At least for me, like every time I have one, I feel much. I I usually get a lot of shoulder tension. So every uh-huh. time I have one, like my shoulders are just so relaxed and you feel
1: much better. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm literally gonna book one today probably because you know today's my today's my self-care me day so i'm like yeah i need to book something
0: you should highly recommend it sound um (laughs) (laughs) that's what i think is so funny is that because people i i'm all about self-care relaxation like I have a spa day every month where I go to the spa do things. (laughs) And like my friends will be like, oh my gosh, I can't, you're so indulgent. You go to the spa every month. I'm like, well, for me, the price of me going to the spa, you go to like some restaurant every month or you buy a new pair of shoes every week. Right. (laughs) I'm not being like, I don't do any of those things because that's not a value to me. Like relaxing is of value to me so that's what I spend my money on
1: yes (laughs) difference in priorities
0: yeah exactly and it's it's just funny because I think going back to cultural standards I think people do value more accumulating things rather than like you know, self peace. Like it's like, if I bought, you know, maybe $200 pair of shoes, I don't think anyone would say anything to me. But if I want to get a massage every week, people be like, Oh, wow, well, that's too much. But it costs less than your shoes. So what's the big deal? Right? <laughs> but
1: no, that's, that's, that's very true. Because I remember one time I was about to book a massage. And I was like, I need to put in because you know I do monthly budgets. That's also um, one of my ways of self love and self care because I have a a money spending uh, I want to say habit living in New York City where everything is so <laughs> yeah,
0: so expensive.
1: Yes, so expensive. So I was like, but I want to you know I want to put massage. I want to put like something that I can just indulge in, like you said, and just spend money on taking care of myself. So I wanted to book a massage. And someone was like, or you can just use a foam roller or you can just, you know, stretch. And I was like, no, you know, I want to spend money on myself. I want to put that towards my self-care. I want to do this, you know, because it's a priority to me.
0: Yeah. And I see nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Spending money on yourself. There's nothing wrong.
0: No, take care of yourself. Like, I'd rather spend my money on getting a massage or, you know, relaxing than on, you know, something else that probably won't bring me as much pleasure. So, I yeah, think no,
1: definitely.
0: Everyone should take care of themselves more. And by taking care of yourself, you're really taking care of other people because. If yep. If you're relaxed and you're happy, that's going to extend to everyone else in your life.
1: Yes, I am a firm believer in you share energies with other people. And I'm just like, that's why I make sure like on a day to day basis, I'm like, did I have time for myself today? Can I recharge? I need to wind down to make sure that, you know, I have energy for one myself and for two other people. Because yeah. I'm not on this earth by myself. I affect the same person. I mean, I affect the next person next to me. Like I can be super angry, sit down next to someone on the bus and you know, that energy sharing is happening right there. And then I ruin their morning. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to do that to people. That's not what I want to do. That's not my purpose in this life. My purpose is, you know, I think is to just share positivity everywhere I go. And that's that's what I'm down for and that's what I am I keep finding new ways um, to really actively spread positivity and, you know, just bring good vibes to everything I do. Because I don't, you know, no one wants to be known as that person that's just like, oh, she just ruined my day.
0: I don't want to be that Yes, no. exactly. And I feel like we all know that person. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> that person. No, we got those people who just like, no, we can't be like them. Yes. That's so true. And I think like you said, it starts with taking care of yourself. So you're not negatively affecting other people. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Janae. <laughs> I think I've really enjoyed this conversation, learning more about queens, uplifting queens. And I hope that everyone else that's listening to the podcast, if you live in New York, definitely go to that event. And if you don't live in New York, just follow her on Instagram and see all the great content. That's how I found Janae. I followed her on Instagram and I love the content so much. I reached out to her and asked if she would be a guest on the show because I think, what you're doing is really important and people, women need to connect with each other and to have a safe space where they can, you know, be vulnerable and share things and not be fearful and just let go of some negativity and relax. We all need that.
1: <laughs> yes, it's 2018. We, we left that in 2017 yes. or 2016. It's, it's time. <laughs> Your time is now. You're not getting it back, you know?
0: That is so true. So thank you so much for your time and thank you. Thank you. Hopefully next time I'm New York, maybe we could meet up. I'd love to meet. Yes. Up.
1: Of course. And we can go get that ice cream.
0: Yes. <laughs> <I totally laughs> so good. So thank you. It was nice talking to you. Enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you. Have a great one.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. If you're a fan of the show, I have a really great offer for you. So I designed these logo pins based on the logo for my show and I'm sending free pins out. That's like free shipping, free everything. All you have to do is go to my website stuffidontlike.net and sign up for the mailing list and I will send you a free pin. If for some reason you don't want to give me your physical address, maybe you're the CIA, Maybe. You know you live on a hippie commune in the woods and you don't even have an address. That's cool too, because you can still enter your email address and be added that way. You won't receive a pin if I don't have your physical address, but you will receive updates and exclusive content. You'll be the first to know when I launch my ebook that's coming up called 30 Dope Reads, which will just be a compilation of books that I love and would love for everyone to share and enjoy so yeah please go to the website stuffidontlike.net